Today is a new day and a new episode and the first episode of this new podcast, Skincare Uncensored. This podcast is something I've wanted to do for a while. I wanted to focus on the community that we have built together and the people who participate in it. This is focused on the Natural Chaos app. It's a skincare community of people who believe that they can empower themselves to do professional skincare at home. And today we're going to have two people on who helped me run this whole thing, Melissa and Andrea. Both of them have been with me for quite some time. They help manage the app. They help manage a lot of the aspects of the business outside of the app. And I'm really excited to have them on. They did not know that I was going to be using this as episode material. They thought we were doing a test, but I recorded it to see how it sounded. And I thought it was great. And I thought it was natural. And I wanted you guys to hear kind of the backdrop to it, kind of the ideas that we have and why we love our community so much. So without further ado, let's jump into this kind of unrehearsed, unstaged episode. And I think you guys are going to love it. Hey guys. Hi. Okay. God, it sounds good. So you're like driving? No, I'm just sitting, sitting in the, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I was like, okay, this is good because it'll give us some insight on what it sounds like. No, this is really, really good. Clear. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I think sounds good. I got a couple great messages from people being like, oh my gosh, I think a podcast is such a good idea. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad you. Like, cause you know, not everybody listens to podcasts. I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, I do. Do you guys listen to podcasts? Yeah. I do. From time to time. Yeah. Depends. Yeah. So, yeah. It's only when I'm which some weeks I'm not in my car and then other weeks I am. So right. it just depends. But that's typically how I do it. Well, did you see there's about, I think like 15 applicants so far. Yay. Okay. I was noticing that some people didn't, um, understand how to fully like answer some of the questions which is fine um but I was like going through like I think on Friday night I went through like six of the responses we had gotten but that's exciting right. that we have 15 now mm-hmm. so that's that's quite a bit of conversation for the next yeah. couple months right no definitely I think that um yeah I think that you'll have to do like a trial you know with them and then just if it doesn't go the way you plan, then maybe you just say, you know, I didn't use the recording or something, you know? Yeah, I think I think for the most part, it's going to be I just want this to be easy. Because last time I tried to do a podcast, it became so laborious. And I was just like, I can't do this. And all the like other digital content creation, it's just too much. But my goal is, to really connect with people and get to know them better. Number one for myself, number two for our community, because listening to people in your car a lot of times is like a really intimate connection piece. No, definitely. Definitely. Well, do you want to do like a, like a little run of what you would ask people or like Andrew? Yeah. Like answer questions real quick. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Okay. So Andrea, let's start with you. Okay. Put you on the hot seat. Because no I know problem. your kids are going to be coming soon. So maybe it's okay. Um, you'll have to jump off. But remind me of like when you found natural chaos. Like how did you come to it and when did you find it? Because you've been with me for a while. 
Yeah. So I've been a mod with you or now an admin, but I started as a mod in the Facebook group in February, two years ago. But a few months prior to that, I actually found you on Facebook with your um, PRP microneedling. Really? Yeah. So that, that video kind of like got attention on Facebook or in you on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had went to like an appointment. I remember I had scheduled the appointment. I went to the appointment to have the procedure done and then they sent me to the wrong location. The other location was an hour away. I waited for weeks and I was like, I'm not doing this again. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Because you have a medical background, obviously. I don't want to like dig into that unless you want to offer it but you get the idea that collagen induction and all of these things requires like consistency and more than just one treatment right yeah and so yeah and consistent treatments are just not always even if you have money going every four to six weeks when you work nine to five and have kids is just not always a good option. Oh my gosh. I hate, I hate having appointments. I hate it because I feel like I'm always canceling. I'm always trying to move it around. I feel embarrassed. Like, (laughs) no, like I'm that annoying person who calls. (laughs) I know the appointments give me anxiety. I know me too. Okay. So you found me in the fall of 2019 then. Mm-hmm. That right okay yeah. because of the plasma fire or uh, because of the um prp uh, prp video mm-hmm. and um and then you joined the facebook group mm-hmm. you were in there for a while and what was your thoughts on it when you first came into the facebook group i was one a little shocked because <laughs> i mean i just had no idea that people were doing these things, but the Facebook group was actually very small at this time. I think there was like 600 people in there. Yeah. But even still, people were still doing their own pills and filler and, it, and that's when we had, it wasn't Dermix or filler. Yeah. We used to use Gangnam. Yeah. And so you could only get in a tox like once per month at like a special rate or something. It was yeah it seemed like it was like it seemed like their supply may have I don't know I I didn't yeah and they would they would run out like they would do it one day and like within a matter of a couple hours they were out of stock yeah yeah and so that was one of the reasons when we added in Viana Care back then Mm -hmm. and Filler House or not Filler House um Dermix and I planned on going in January of 2020 to Korea, that's, that's when I met with them in person. And we stopped using Gangnam because I think also Gangnam had lost its ability within a talks around that time too. I don't know, they were just having issues. And I didn't know them at all. Like, that only happened because the Facebook group, people were bringing in what they were finding, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I think the demand was just so high, they couldn't meet our expectations right yeah and so what was kind of the first thing had you been doing anything for yourself at home prior or kind of like I mean with that you know I recall looking back on that time and it's so funny because I was doing like 
the derma roller before I joined the group and the ordinary peel. And that's when I thought I was just big time. I was like, I cannot believe people are doing these major things. And now I look back on those things and I'm like, wow, that's just like so basic. I know. I was like doing the dermal rolling with the ordinary peel on Amazon Live. I was like, you guys, this you can do this, you know, very <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> I know. And then it was just like, from there, it began cheek filler, tear trough filler. I mean, it just peels, threads. I mean, meso, yeah. I don't think there's much that I haven't done other than cog threads. Right. But you just got those comies, which by the way, thank you. I received oh, my welcome. package. I'm excited to try those out. Those are Christy, amazing. Christy actually has a video in the app where she's like doing like that cat eye lift with them. Really? Yeah. They seem too long for her to be able to use. Does she cut them down or something? Well, you know, once you insert them and that big, huge string is hanging out, the thread. Yeah, you just chop it off. It. Yeah. yeah. She made wow. it work. Yeah, of course she did. I need to go watch that. She's incredible. <laughs> I don't know if you can make anything work. I can't wait for her to be on the podcast. Okay. So then, Melissa, let's kind of go through that same concept with you, like, when did you first find natural chaos? Cause you, when I came to know you, that was after, um, I think we had lost the Facebook group, but you may have been in that and I just wasn't aware. Right. So the first time I came across you, well, sort of backstory for context, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I never really, and I think we learn like skincare regimens at home watching our mothers and then, excuse me, that's kind of how we, I, I don't know if that happened to you guys, but I think that that's, I think that that's pretty much, you know, like how we're taught, I guess, right? And whatever we see our mother doing, then that's kind of what we know. And that's kind of all I knew. My mother didn't do very much. She had beautiful skin. She was very, you know, blessed. My grandmother <laughs> as well. And so, and so I never felt it important to have a skincare routine or regimen. You know, I mean, I didn't even do sunblock until yeah. my late 20s. So, you know, when I came across, like, going into my 30s, believe it or not, I finally felt like, oh, I need to get a good skincare regimen. And this was only because my ex-husband would buy me these like lavish, expensive gifts, like Elemis big boxes and whatnot. And I just thought, oh, that's terrible that it's just going to sit there and waste. But, um, but then eventually I would use it, but probably not in the proper way. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started watching YouTube videos on K-Beauty and I just thought, oh, this is a routine that I love. And I noticed that those products made more of an impact on my skin than American products, even though Elemis is not American, right? It's right. Yeah. And so I just felt like, I don't know, the routines were, <laughs> I just felt like it was part ancient, part of like what they, you know, have always done. It was just, I don't know. I just, I loved it. And so I got myself on a routine and my daughter on a routine and, um, and then I came across you, Kim, probably because I was watching those videos and then you're somehow you were doing Korean beauty and you came up on my, um, feed and that must've been, I want to say like end of 2018, beginning of 2019. 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then and then I just started watching you just out of just pure enjoyment. Like I just Aww. enjoyed your content. And and then I just was like, oh, microneedling? What? Okay, yes. Not that I've ever done anything in office. I've never had Botox. I've never had filler. Never microneedle. I would always get like, you know, really fun spa days to go and do. But to be honest, like I just did not like facials. I went to two and I was just like, I didn't like them. I was pretty spoiled having at that time, having the money to do it. But I, I just, it never appealed to me. And I don't like want to sound like terrible by saying this, but I never really like looked in the mirror or looked at myself only if I did like date night or church and I actually had good skin. And so I think because of that, it took me until I started noticing wrinkles and melasma, you know, to get on a regimen. And then when I saw your microneedling video, I was like, oh yeah, I'm jumping on that train. (laughs) And, and then I followed you sort of into Facebook, but I just wasn't a Facebook person. So I just would watch your videos. Yeah. And, and then uh, when the app opened up, I was just, I was completely just like, yeah, I'm here. Let's do this. And, and then it was your first talks video that you had in the app that I was like, okay, it's time for talks. I'm going to do it. And I turned you on in the background after I'd studied many times oh, and did man. many placement areas. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt like I had my friend with me and I was doing talks. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of my journey. And, you know, since then I've done threads and mezzo and yeah. And I just feel like the products that we use are vitamins for our skin, you know? Yeah. And so I feel good about using those products you know I, I I realized that that is a skin care sort of treatment routine regimen that I needed you know to, to try and stave off some of these things that I don't want happening some people naturally want to just age gracefully and not that I you know don't want to not look my age I just I just want to be able to take care of my skin Right. I think, I think the idea is that we just want to look good for whatever age and point in life we are. It's not that I think I'm going to look 20 my entire life. And, and I don't want to be that freak who doesn't look somewhat in her right age bracket, you know, right. I'm not look, I'm not trying to be some abnormal figure who just doesn't age. That's, that's not what I want. I want to look with my peers to some extent, but mm-hmm. I want, I just, I think if there are tools that I can utilize for myself, just like anything else in life, um, I'm going to take advantage of it. And, and I think what's happened with our community is it's also kind of almost become like a hobby, right? Like people get right. super excited that, they can do research, they can look into things for themselves and decide like, oh, is that something that I want to prep and tackle? And I think that it's almost Mm -hmm. like ongoing education where for a lot of people, they probably haven't been in school for forever. And it's like, it's, it's just sparking that, that personal growth, 
Right. And it's a whole host of education. It's not just like when you start to notice like, oh, where my veins are placed in my face or where my arteries are in my face. Like, I think it goes further for other people. They just think a little bit deeper about like, oh, like I actually need to take care of my whole body. I need to drink water. I need to mm-hmm. implement other <laughs> things that, you know, nourish my skin or if not, then all these treatments are just for not well like the sunscreen right it always Mm -hmm. concerns me when people aren't like 100% on board with sunscreen and yet they want to do like a TCA peel and I'm like there's really no point don't even do it like if you can't get on board with sunscreen then like right you can't take on this whole new relationship (laughs) with skincare so you definitely like uh, my trainer always told me I can't outwork a bad diet (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm feeling that um but it's it was really neat to see also the vendors and to see their products because it's just this whole menagerie of things that I've never seen before and (laughs) knowing that these are used in you know offices medical offices all the time in Korean beauty it just made that so much easier for me to do yeah yeah I think one of the misnomers that I always encounter in the United States, but I really, really hope that people are waking up in this eventually transitions, is so many people haven't traveled outside the borders. So they sit there and they think of a destination like Korea, and I don't really know what they're envisioning, but somehow they think that products from Korea are like not safe or not good. And I'm just like, what What are you thinking? Like, if you did any research into skincare, you would know that Koreans like lifestyle is skincare. Like right. mm-hmm. it's the Mecca of skincare. And I also think geographically people get everything confused. They're like Korea's China, China's Korea. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything's made in China is cheap. And then like they just, I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah. And so they think because honest. it's being yeah. shipped to them from overseas, somehow it's yeah. not good, not, or value, not, not right. safe mm-hmm. or whatever. No, I mean, all the the ingredients that are in a lot of the products that we used, most every every product really um, has great ingredient decks for your skin. I mean, you know, and it's not something that you could easily find here in the United States because they they believe in masking. Look, the cosmetic companies here make the most money over over, you know, skincare because. I think for a long time and still even today, it's like, what's the best foundation? Cause they mask what's going on. You yeah. Know? I guess not until recently until like skin, like natural skin became a thing. And that only became a thing because of Korean skincare, the, the right. whole gl- no, gl- glass skin, skin trend. Right. The glass skin trend. And just like, um, just like the whole idea of wanting to have beautiful skin Whereas I don't think people ever talked about that before. Like I growing up never like had this idea of like, what does beautiful skin look like? It was, um, if I don't have a zit on my face right now, I have like beautiful skin, even though like I had redness and sunspots. And I just thought if I just bronzed my face more, nobody, you know, like that was (laughs) going to look good. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so it's definitely been an evolution for me too to realize like, oh, you just want just like translucent, glowing, 
plumped up looking skin. That's right. the goal. Right. You just want a clear complexion. Look, we all have more confidence when we have that. And, and we have people coming into the natural chaos app that actually then start to treat other, other things that they initially thought that they were coming in to get do Botox, but they're like, Oh no, 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 wait, I've got to treat my acne. You mean I can treat, you know, acne spots or marks or, you know, just all a whole host of things, you know? And I think that that actually leads the younger crowd, um, into the, into the app. And I think the older crowd is just obviously trying to sustain what they have and make their skin look clearer and better. It just, it does give you that oomph. It does give you that confidence, that boost. Yeah, I think on so many levels from the idea of feeling empowered that there are options out there where you don't have to make an appointment, you don't have to feel overburdened by the pharmaceutical price tags that are in the United States. Exactly, Kim. I mean, I think that that's one thing that has really led to this whole community coming out of the closet, out of the shadows is because it's not like this hasn't been going on. It's, I mean, this has been going on for a long time. It's just becoming a lot more acceptable because we keep sharing and we keep saying like, look, there's nothing wrong with going to a doctor's office in the United States. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think if you have never done anything for yourself, then go to a doctor's office, have the treatment done so that you feel confident of how you heal And you can observe what they're doing and you can feel just in a safe place for something that might be very out of your regular like ability. Right. But eventually, yeah, but eventually you're going to probably want to try to do it yourself. Right. And, but like you've said, you know, DIY is not for everyone. And I I don't want to say like DIY, but this, this type of, you know, going into, you know, skincare, doing your own is not for everyone, you know, right? Not right. everyone is, is going to do it, but for those that, that want to, but that don't know that there's an avenue for them, you know, once they do know, look, look, it just, it makes them so happy. I've, I've seen so many posts lately in the app that say, I did it. I did it. You guys, I did my own talks. Yeah. And, um, and well, even Ryan, you know, over the over last week when he did it, he was just like, this was such a milestone for me, which is incredible to me because he's done things that I have not been able to do for myself or even, you know, I think the misnomer also is that once you get into the app and you, you do everything, like, yeah, yeah, you do everything. That's just not the case. <laughs> it's like, not. It's not. There's a lot of us that won't do certain things. And that's just because that's not within our wheelhouse. And we don't or those or those things aren't things that we feel like we personally are struggling with. So we're not going to focus on them, you know? Very true. Yeah. I think, well, Ryan has had, you know, Botox done a couple of times before. And so I think, you know, he did a great job. He really, he really did. And, you know, I mean, he paid attention and like, you know, like you, we have a a plethora of just information and videos and, and there's just so much in the app that gives so many people, you know, time to say when they're ready. You know, you'd, I mean, when they had that sale, I felt bad that so many people bought so much stuff and they were asking how to use it. It's like, no, you have to take your time. You have to educate yourself. Like yeah. we're, we're not, 
we're not a doctor's office. Yeah. Right. And And we're not going to hold your hand, but that's also the point. Like the point of the app and the community of natural chaos is the fact that it's all about self-empowerment. We are like neighborhood friends who are like, Hey, I found this. This is how I've been using it. It's been working good for me. And if somebody wants to ask you a direct question about it, then of course, like you can share your whole experience, you know, but it's not like you're going to come into the app and it's going to be a static situation where all of your questions that maybe were developed outside of the app, like where to buy Botox, it's not like that's going to be like the headliner when you come into the app, because it is a evolving community that is constantly sharing and yes we have groups on all these topics and yes we have like shopping pages where you can go see where all these things are but you have to understand that it's not like a static thing it is a constant evolving thing just like instagram or tiktok where people are posting daily of different things that they're doing Exactly, exactly. And as admin, we are there to support. Um, and, you know, and as a community, we are there to, you know, learn together. Um, so, but as admin, we're also there to keep the app safe. So, right. you know, it's just, it's, it's not this blase, just like you come in and do and say whatever you want. I mean, look, our lives are scheduled with people that we know are advanced in, in their areas. It's not as if we just let anyone go live. So no. And, you know, eventually as we evolve, those things might change too, Mm -hmm. but we definitely safety is such a huge concern for us because the last thing we want is number one, to have the attacks from outside people who don't like our community and they use it against us when somebody hurts themselves. But um, also, but then, I mean, we don't want anybody hurting. We want people right. having a good experience. Exactly. That's the main concern is like safety for yourself and others, you know, and that's, that's, we stress that all the time. And I think for the most part, I haven't seen since I've worked in the app, I haven't seen, you know, very many people go against that you know it's just I've seen a lot of people say okay these are the rules now I have to do my own studying and and they will they will start the you know their question with like okay like you know I have done my study and research but I'm just stuck on this one thing right oh so, you know, and yeah. and that's fair you know what mm-hmm. I mean because that also develops the conversation and adds to the fabric of the research and the content that people can find and again, read through. Oh, definitely. Cause you're, then the thread is just filled with people answering, you know, that very question. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's an incredible thing. So the app was launched in, well, if we back up really quick, our Facebook group, was canceled by Facebook in June, I think of 2020. Mm -hmm. And after that experience, we just realized we need to have our own platform. And so during that summer, we worked with a team to develop the Natural Chaos app. And by October that year, we launched it. And um, it's just been growing ever since and it's it's with all the hate 
and rude, judgmental people that are out in the world. And believe me, I see a lot of it. Um, the app is such a kind, generous, respectful place. It really is, Kim. And it's full of, I think it's because it's full of just normal people that for the most part want to be able to take control of how they spend their money. Right. And, and like you said, and then it also shows them just that, that boost of confidence that they can give themselves, but it is, it's full of kind, generous people, very kind, very normal, lots of, lots of nurses, lots of estheticians. Right. I mean, we have injectable nurses in there and, and just for anybody who's listening to this, the whole reason we never share who has these specific backgrounds is because the last thing I want is anybody like, or the, you know, a huge group of people trying to get all their answers and insight and detail work for themselves from these people. That's not their job. Exactly. They come in to enjoy themselves just as much as anyone else. And they give great feedback, great Mm -hmm. insight whenever they can. And they're so appreciated. They really are. They truly are. We have a good, good community in there. And maybe, you know, there's, there's people that just kind of hide in the shadows and they show up and, you know, they come to the lives and, you know, um, or they rewatch the lives in the app later, you know, because, Maybe it's still kind of a stigma for them, but we we have a, a huge community, a huge community of kind, kind people that have gone, you know, <laughs> that have gone so far as to just do so many kind things and that have been with you on this journey for such a long time. Yeah, and it's it's incredible. And that's one of the reasons I'm excited about this podcast is because Number one, we want to bring more attention to our app because we think it is a game changer. We think it is unlike anything that exists in the world. Um, It is the biggest skincare community of its kind. It's not static. It is a active social media community of people who love skin empowerment, essentially. Right. And you know, after I lost my YouTube channel in August of 2021, kind of bringing attention to the app became more challenging. And we found success right now on TikTok. But we also thought having a podcast and being able to hear from our very kind, normal community of people and their experiences just lends insight to the fact that the app is not reckless. The people in there are not crazy. This is not as taboo as some want to try to make it out to be. And to add to that, Kim, I think the reason that I followed, you know, to Facebook, followed to Wix, and then now where we are um, on this new Honeycomb platform, I, I did it because you or normal, you have a family, you do, you know, it wasn't, you know, there was no, there were no red flags for me at all. It was like, look, this woman is out here and she's, you know, doing her very best to say, you know, hey, I'm within my rights to do what I want to do and sharing these 
experiences with everyone. And I think that that's why you had such a huge following because it, it, it was like, you are a very normal person, you know, you don't come off in a way that's right or reckless whatsoever. Well, I think I took something that seemed to be taboo or reckless for a lot of people. And I made it so much more approachable. You did. Because I, yeah, I, well, I, I think I'm relatively normal and I'm not saying that it's bad to not be normal, but you know, I think um, sometimes the people who try to share in this community can seem a little off or, you know, you'll see kind of like freak flags flying mm-hmm. and that makes you feel as a person absorbing the content. Oh, that's, that seems a little off. That that's seems wrong. a bit sketch, yeah. you that's know? Wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I, I'm just amazed at how many grandmas we have in the app. Oh, I know. <laughs> I th- we have a few members that have joined just recently, one that's 66, one that's 68. Um, and, you know, I mean, and we have obviously, you know, other women right. that are, you know, but it, it, we have women that are in their, you know, late 20s, you know, and so... Yeah. And we have men and it's, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's amazing to see all of them want to share their journey as well. Exactly. And that's kind of the goal too. Not everybody can have a YouTube channel like I had or other social media platforms like I've been able to develop from hard work, mind you. But, you know, that's what I hope for these people in the Natural Chaos app is those people who want to share, who want to shine, who want to have appreciation for the things that they're learning and mastering at home I want to elevate them I want to showcase them I want them to feel like they have a tribe who really appreciates their effort right and the community that alongside them is is willing to you know be there and watch their journey we've seen a lot of people turn their you know skin around in one year and just look I don't want to say like a completely different person because they don't look like a completely different person they just look like a better version of themselves and they did they look so refreshed yeah and they did that they did that on their own you know they did that by sticking to your routines and look it's not going to happen overnight for some people I mean I think the only thing that you know, you can change really overnight as with filler and, but most people go the mesotherapy route and most people, you know, I don't, I don't know for the most part, yeah. I guess I see that, but yeah. And threads and just things that, you know, d- does all that collagen induction. And right. I don't know, Kim, I just think it was very brave of you. And I, I don't know, like, could I ask you like what set you off to doing your own journey with skincare in that way? Well, obviously it wasn't some planned, you know, I didn't have some master plan in mind when I started sharing skincare or um, decided to take things into my own hands. But there was this like turning point where my sister is a cosmetologist and I was at her salon and I, she's like, oh, I have this new facialist. You should come. And I was like, okay. And um, and I think she did like a, I mean, it was so basic, like a pumpkin enzyme peel or something. And I was 
talking to, to my sister about it afterwards and she's like you know like you can just like because I think like at that time I had just had Stuart so I had four boys in five years like so I hated making appointments then too for even mm-hmm. more reasons and and she's like you know you can just like buy this online and I was like oh my gosh I didn't even think about that she's like yeah she's like you're fine she's like you've had enough peels and stuff over time that you should just do it yourself at home and it was like an epiphany I was like yeah I should just do this for myself (laughs) at home and then like once I got that mindset I started searching concepts that I never even thought to look up because I realized you know this stuff is out there and if I can find a microneedling pen on eBay like other people are microneedling with like a legit pen at home Right. And, and so that's kind of what started it. I, I, I got my first TCA 25% acid off of Amazon. And I got my first doctor pen a one off of eBay. And back then I paid like over $300 for that pen. But isn't that crazy? But nobody, nobody had them, you know, back then people were like, kind of like talking about derma rollers kind of coming on the scene. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I feel really great about that because I don't really understand how anybody's getting that clean fully. And it just kind of like, I just didn't see that as being a long-term solution for me. I was afraid that I might give myself face infections if I wasn't really good about cleaning it all the time. And Which that's is what even, happens, right? Right. It's, and that yeah. was even, that was even before I realized that pins on those rollers and on microneedling pens get damaged and then that's not good for your skin so I got the microneedling pen I love the fact that I could dispose of the cartridges um, per use I was doing TCA peels I at this time I was going to the gym almost every day because I had childcare there and I got to see friends it was like my outing and people there would always like ask me about what was going on with my face. Why was I always peeling? Um, But then they would see my skin be beautiful and they would be like, Oh my gosh, what, how do you do this? Like, how do you feel comfortable about this? And they were like, can we come to your house? And these are good friends of mine. So they've been to my house plenty of times, but I didn't want them coming to my house for like doing these things because I just didn't want them having adverse effects or I didn't want the responsibility of it to be responsible. Yeah. And so I said, Hey, you know what I'll do is I'll start an Instagram account. That's different than my other one. And I will just like make videos whenever I'm doing something and I'll share it there. So I did a TCA peel and shared it there and said, here, you can go reference it. And, um, I got a lot of troll attacks on that account and it freaked me out. Like I climbed into my bed. I got under the streets. I couldn't believe that within like an hour, 50 people were just like bashing me and being so mean. That was the first time I ever experienced the internet being cruel. Right. And Mm -hmm. making me feel extremely uncomfortable. Um, And so then I made that account private. And when people would want to see it, I would just like, send them the link and invite them into it. So that's kind of how it started for me. I, I mean, I, when I got back from Hawaii at the age of 25, I started taking my skincare more seriously only because 
I had done so much damage to it. And I was trying to get my skin to just look as beautiful as possible for our wedding. And so I got my first Botox at 25. I had some intense peels done at the age of 25. And I had some like pre-cancer burned off my face from Mm -hmm. Hawaii. So that was kind of like at 25 is when my mindset for skincare got more serious. But it probably wasn't until I was about 30 that I really got into more DIY concepts myself. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I I see that a lot with your channel. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I grew with you watching your channel and it made a difference in how I take care of my skin now. Yeah, and I think that that's the point of it too. That's the reason I never want to come across as like an educator or... Um, somebody who has all the answers, because in my opinion, all of this stuff is constantly evolving and we're all evolving with it. And so something that we have insight on now, maybe in a year or two will be even greater depth and what we're doing with it, you know? No, definitely. I mean, look, now we see doctors taking calls with um, patients and saying, you know, whether or not their markings look great, they send them the Botox yeah. and they do their Botox at home. You exactly. know, and well, so- and I think COVID really was the impetus for that change. Right. Mm-hmm. That amped it up. Definitely. Yeah. Because people are like, I can't get anything done. And then doctor's offices were like, how do we survive? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that that really opened up the world of what is a adult human being capable of for themselves? Exactly. Exactly. And, and how you're responsible for yourself. It's interesting to now that you say, well, back then, which was what, only five years ago, right? Yeah. Um, that you had to hide your account. Now we see people on YouTube who fill themselves with filler, have no license, right? And, and they don't, you know, <laughs> nothing happens. You know, they, they, they're they yeah. allowed to keep their channel. Although, yeah. I mean, that didn't happen, unfortunately, <laughs> with us. <laughs> you know, I think whenever you are standing out, whenever you're shaking it up, and whenever, for whatever reason, you become known as, a quasi revolutionary in a situation, I think it's easy for platforms and people to want to try to attack you. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to say that I didn't set myself up for that, but I, it wasn't like a planned, Oh, this is who I'm going to become, or this is what I'm going to do. It's, it's been evolving as, as things get censored and as things get shut down. I mean, if Facebook didn't shut down our Facebook group, I wouldn't have an app, I don't think, because there wouldn't be the need to, to have built it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And it is. It's a movement. Look, like, I mean, I think, like you said, people were more and more aware, especially after you were on the doctor's show, more and more aware that, look, these people are following this one person and they're doing these things. Now it's, is it because you told them to? Absolutely not. It's just because they thought, oh, wow, I actually have permission to do this to myself. Like I had no idea. I just, I just basically opened up Pandora's box and said, look, yeah, these things are out there and these are not fake products. 
mm-hmm. because I think that's how the pharmaceutical industry or the fear mongering inside the United States has tried to pitch it, you know, and I'm not going to say that there aren't fake products out there. I'm sure there are, but the ones that I feel comfortable buying and have met with these companies in Korea, they're selling legit product. They and- sell product <laughs> to offices, to medical right. offices in Korea. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to say that these are black market products, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. So. yeah. And you don't need a product to be FDA approved for you to use it on yourself. You only need a product in these terms to be FDA approved if you're going to resell it to other people or use it on them in the United States. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. the deal. And And no matter how much trolls want to scream and say, this is illegal. I'm like, it's not illegal for me to choose to put something into my body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's not illegal for you to buy whatever other products and bring them here to China hair shampoo, who cares. Right. But I mean, look, if I were to go to an office in Korea and get something done, these are the exact same products they would be using. And I think that that's what people fail to see. No, I mean, when I was in Korea and she was doing my Nefertiti neck lift, she was using Naboda, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is Juvo now finally in the United States, but it should be cheaper than what it's being forced to be marketed at in the United States, which is why it won't be successful here because you need more units of Naboda than the brand Botox in particular to get the same effect. So why is anybody going to use Juvo? Right. Right. And I think also just along these lines, like we're not saying take the professionals out like that's right. That's definitely always going to be part of the equation. You know, there are just some things people will not do, you know, for themselves and and we need offices. Right. And so but I think the things that people want to feel empowered to do on their own, they should be allowed to do that. We shouldn't be looked at at a certain way. We're not this, you know you know, fray, you know, off on the side doing something, you know, that's. And I think that's what drives some of the most uh, probably out there critics of us Mm -hmm. bonkers is because they know, they know the truth. They know what we're using is real. They know that overall the side effects are actually extremely low and they don't know what to do about it. So they get upset. <laughs> right. <clears throat> no, definitely. They try to shut down the conversation. And, and that's what censorship is. And if we continue to have the conversation shut down, then that doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't even benefit the pharmaceutical company because they need to evolve based on market demands. Right. And, and now, I mean, look, it's going to continue to happen after us. It's, you know, I hope that this is my hope. My hope is that, that my daughter will, that it won't be a bad word or it won't be looked at in the way that it's looked at now. You know, when she finds later down the road, when she's hitting her forties and fifties, that she can do it without, you know, without any problems at home, without anybody, you know, coming for her, I guess. 
Right. You know, or her feeling embarrassed to share it with her friends or she has to hide it. Right. You know, instead, I want her to feel empowered and maybe empower other women around her. You know, I mean, no one's forced into this. Right. So it's I didn't I didn't like like an Avon lady. I didn't come knocking on people's doors (laughs) with my box of goodies saying, hey, (laughs) you know what I mean? Let's do your. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way YouTube works is it's it's search driven. The way Google works is it's search driven. So people are searching these topics and I'm popping up on them. And then they're like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And and that's how you came into my feed. So I mean, that's, it's brilliant. And I, I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful, Kim, that you're just so brave enough to take, you know, those initial first steps and then to continue with it, no matter the backlash that you got and and to continue to have a place for people that is safe and, you know, breeds a very good environment and a really great community of people that just, you know, absolutely become friends. I mean, they've become friends outside of, you know, our app and, and it's just a great community overall. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I see that and I see it only getting better for everyone. Okay. Before we wrap up, why don't and I know we lost Andrea I think maybe she jumped off when her kids got in the car but um what can you tell us a kind of a like what are your responsibilities like what do you do for natural chaos (laughs) (laughs) and me Um, well, my responsibilities for you, I don't think a lot of people understand what goes on behind the scenes of, you know, I don't really want to, but an influencer, right? So they don't understand, um, all the editing, all the, um, just all that you have on your plate. It's huge. It's massive. And for one person to try to do all of that by themselves, and also have a family and also have another channel. Um, it's, it's quite a bit. The app actually takes, um, you know, a bit of time. So um, I'm in there with Andrea and we see every post that comes in. We see everyone and, you know, um, we go over those and we comment and, and, you know, we put people in the places that they should be, give them the information that they can have try and drive them in those directions. So the app being in the app is part of that. And then also, I guess the other side of it is, you know, helping out with the website, helping out with, um, you know, my other job responsibilities. You you write all the blog posts. (laughs) Well, no, you, you do too. So let's, let's not just say that. Yes. Unless it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot I mean, of all work, the new right. ones, all the uh, TikTok lives, all that stuff to repurpose. You do 100% of that. You stay up on top of all of my affiliate deals. So, <laughs> so like, there's nothing wrong with sharing all this, but to keep this infrastructure alive and worthwhile and profitable and to pay people, obviously, like, there's the whole affiliate side of the things I use, the things I share, the promo codes. Um, when those companies are doing deals, what content exactly. they want me to make that, that in itself is just, 
a managerial nightmare. <laughs> well, well <laughs> and, and, you know, for you to be able to go live, I mean, look, Andrea, myself and Dottie, we all stay in touch with these vendors and, you know, cause it's not just, we have, you know, quite a few vendors and they're all vetted by you because you've met all of these people. I think when people th- say vetted vendors, they just think, oh, they've just, they've just talked over the phone or zoom or something like that or, or, or worst case, they just got a promo code. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that's not the case with you. You've met everyone. You've, you've, you've done quite a few things. You've gone to dinners. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's more than that, but yeah, so it does, it takes a, it takes a tiny village, um, to, Oh, you also write the newsletter. So (laughs) if you're not subscribed to the natural chaos newsletter, so Melissa has that go out usually late on Saturday nights. It's called the Natural Chaos Catch-Up with a K. Yes, K, Catch-Up. And it's your one week's email that basically showcases everything that happened from blog posts to lives to things inside the app, exactly. promo codes, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a Sunday read. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so those are a lot of good things. All right. Well, you're awesome. You've helped me after a lot of trial and error of things that have happened, I feel like we're finally on a good path that I understand. And we have like real helpers with from the skin squad to Dottie and Andrea. Um, Exactly. An amazing skin squad as well. We have in the app and yeah, and they do the lives and they comment and they help. And yeah, so we're grateful to them as well as Ryan and yeah, a few others, but yeah, definitely. Thank you for joining me on this and for helping just troubleshoot everything that we want to do with the app and this podcast. I think it's going to be really exciting for people to follow along and listen and get to know our members better. Yes. And thank you, Kim. Thank you for having us. As you guys can see, I am surrounded by such an amazing network of people. They are incredible. And I'm just so grateful and um, humbled by my close team and also everyone who is in our Natural Chaos app. They are just full-spirited people who really show the best of what society is. And I'm just grateful to be a part of this. And I can't wait for our next episode and future episodes where we get to share all about individuals in the app. See you next time.